Hey, good morning, Rennie Doyle Podcast. Chris, what's up? Good morning. Well, I was uh, just telling you a little while ago, it's been a busy morning already. Been busy here. Got up early, got a little workout done. I I'll tell you this, having this thing sucks. <laughs> Especially when you well, go to you get Deuce and you've got this on, and it's like, you know, what do you do with this? Yeah. You know, I finger pops through the paper this thing's gonna pop through the paper you know and then if you switch hands boy this is starting out great isn't it <laughs> hey we're gonna talk about uncertain times so it's kind of <laughs> certain you uncertain. know this one doesn't pop through the paper this one's going to so you know i've not i've you know i've, I've never broken anything but a pinky and so uh I never thought about that, but uh, yeah, life is miserable for you right I, now. Diane told me I did this. Um, so these, my hands have just taken a beating over the years. Mountain biking, you know, lifting, powerlifting, and then search and rescue uh, did the most damage to it. But this is called like a drop finger or something like that. I had it a couple of years ago where you hit it and it, it and it dislocates, but then something with the joint and it's just got to just got to come back. It didn't. It didn't take too long. I had it on for a couple weeks last time, and it and it was better. And you can't even tell it's done. Finger straight after a while and everything else. So hey, good to go. Good morning. Hey, we're going to jump into this for those that are on Instagram. We're going to talk about uncertain times. What's going on right now? I mean, I've got a whole list of things, but I want to give credit. Uh, Chris came up with this topic, and Chris made a lot of these notes. I added to it and uh, put my own flavor to it. So Chris, uh, we're going to jump in. We're going to go pretty quick now. For those that are mafia tonight, we're going to have our uh, group meeting and I'm going to go into I'm going to segment this I'm going to take and go into small areas and really dive into the areas that you need to be concentrating on because shit shit's happening right you know I mean there's there's a lot going the guys that even the gurus that are like oh you know during great times during bad times your business is great they're even going uh hold on you know hold on we're on for we're, we're in for something so let's go let's jump right into it right now um the the past couple of years I've been sharing with everybody we've got an generation of entrepreneurs for the last 10 years that have pretty much had good times and I know there's there's industries out there that COVID really hit the riots hit all the different things hit um, that 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 devastated some restaurants you know the restaurants we know have killed it I mean just absolutely killed it but there's some that have really suffered uh, so let's go through I mean supply shortages right now there's nobody on the planet nobody I don't care how wealthy you are it's affecting everybody everybody and so um hey before i jump in chris can i do something you guys come over here right what's here. that so i've got the whole class here we're doing a five day so they're going to come in around me i'm going to duck so you just, <laughs> these guys are gonna say hi hello, hello. hey what's morning, up morning. there they are there you go oh, there's, there's your intern she's hiding back there it's not just because we're both short um so you know supply shortages is just part of it who knows where that is but let's go over kind of what's what's taken us away and you know i don't i don't watch a lot of news i try to i, I get a couple different sources i i read my news war inflation every dollar that we earn is worth less right now we're, a lot of us are facing to where we've had we've had to and don't be scared of it i know it's scary as price increases uh housing prices are up uh interest rates are up uh, rental prices, if you rent a house or up, if you can find one here in Big Bear, it's it's lightening up a little bit. I think there's three houses on the market right now to rent, and they're usually on the on on the market for a day or two, and they're gone. You know, there's just there, you can't find a house, um, and so you've got record gra uh, gas prices and and, and and like I said, increased interest rates. You've got political unrest. 
uncertainty with a recession, uh, uh, media hype, social media bullshit, COVID season, riot season, uh, war, war season. season. Yeah, war season. <laughs> Wear a mask, mask on, mask off. Uh, all the debates that go with that, which is just beyond me. And propaganda versus truths. We don't know what it is. They had a they had an MMA fighter, the guy's out of the Midwest somewhere, and I, I apologize. I don't I don't know his name. He came out and basically said, hey, man, I'm not going to go fight a foreign war. But if somebody invades my country, I'm digging my boots in, and I want to tell you I'm the first one. I am not going to evacuate this country. I'm going to fight until the death. So just a warning to anybody that's thinking about screwing with America, there's a lot of us that we're not going to run. And, you know, God, I hope it doesn't come to that. I'm not even thinking that way, you know. Always prepared, but I mean, look at the uneasiness. We're even having that discussion. Um, we're already seeing the, the the fall. So I I live. We're right now in a resort community, and talking to friends, the place that we ate at yesterday, they're already seeing this is this is is I have a, a saying that one of my mentors used to say, and I've used it a couple times. I haven't said it in a long time. Is is you look rich, I look poor. We're both liars. So think about that for a second. There's a multi, a multi, multi-billionaire that's saying, you look rich, I look poor, we're both liars. There's a lot of people playing the rich part right now, and Big Bear's seeing it. We had everybody throwing money, making it rain, you know, doing all this stuff, looking high tech, high, uh, uh, like a roller. They're already starting to dis disappear, and that's just off gas prices. There's a lot of people, and I know a lot of you, you, you business owners are just starting out. You're small. You've got families, and these gas prices are killing you. But when you get to a certain degree, really, these gas prices shouldn't affect us that much unless you're mobile. You know, if, if you're truly, you know, up on the scale a little bit, the gas prices aren't going to affect us. Who it's going to affect is the daily people, and those daily people may go away from those ballers are paying to have their nice cars done, you know. Those ballers are buying services. Ballers are going to, to nice restaurants. It might pull them off. We might be in competition with other things, inflation and all these things I just mentioned for the first time in a decade. And so we got to really pay attention to what's happening. But we're seeing that we're seeing that reality right here. And I've always said this. I've lived in resort towns for 30 years. Is the first place you see it is in a resort town. And we're seeing it. It's, 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 I don't know. We don't know what to expect out of this next slowdown. Is it going to be an 08? Everybody's saying, oh, it won't be as bad. And then I heard people say, oh, it's going to be a lot worse. We've got this new war. Listen, we were in Iraq and Afghanistan when 08 launched off. So, you know, that now it's a different war. We've got Russia. We, they've got a lot of natural resources that we get. So there's going to be pain to pay. We just don't know how heavy of a price yet. And so I'm going to go over some things that I think that you guys need to think about. And again, credit to Chris. Chris came up with this. Chris, interject where you can please you know jump into it where you can so you got it i love this that shift your perspective during uncertain times average people get defensive they buckle down or they bow out okay you're going to learn is your will to survive right now we call this in the military and, and any survival situation search and rescue when i show up and let's say you're on the side of a mountain and you've crashed your airplane is that i've seen it dozens of times 80% of society's got a pretty low will to survive because we just, we don't out, we're not hunters and gatherers anymore. We don't have to work for our food. Our ancestors, just a couple of, just a couple of, of generations ago, 
They literally had to go freaking get the chicken out of the coop and kill the thing, pluck it, clean it to cook it. I mean, just, and there's still people that live like that. And people had to go out and hunt. People had to be in the field. People had to endure things. We don't endure things anymore. And so when, 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 what I've seen over the last 30 plus years of search and rescue is the will to survive has shrank is people are getting comfy, including me. Got a camper. I don't like sleeping on the ground anymore. So even me, I'm blaming me. Now, will that affect it? No. If you can, you can drop me off anywhere and I'm going to cry like a baby for the first 24 hours. Then it's going to get, it's going to get all business. I got Marines here among me, right? We're going to go, we can go back. We can go back. We don't want to go back to old school. You guys, you guys are a whole nother level of tough. I'm not that I'm a sissy compared to you guys. But my point is, is that some people are taught. Some people are self-taught to be tough firefighters, you know, tough. But even that, even our search and rescue, even, even people that I see in the, in the, in the, in, in, in the military reserves right now, the people I come across is we're a little softer than a generation ago. And so you got to think that you've got to get tough. Uh, many have a low tolerance of struggle. Some of some people don't know what struggle is. And I hope to God that we don't find out. I really do. I hope that we find out. I fear we're going to, but it's not all doom and gloom either. Stick with me because we're going to share some opportunities that we were just talking at the table, right? Is that some of some of our best entrepreneurs in our group started in 0708 all the way through 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13. Those, once we got really past 2009-10, we started coming out of all this, right? Or what, what was it, what was happening in 08? We had some amazing entrepreneurs that took and, and, and brand new, brand new entrepreneurs that really struck hard because of a lot of things that we're talking about. And so buckle down, but in the right ways. Don't be wasteful of funds. Live below your means. Remember that. Remember what I just said is that you look rich, I look poor. We're both liars. So how are you going to look? Doesn't mean you got to look like a slumlord, you know, like a, a bum. It just means that you do you really need this? Is the want versus the need really come down right now? Is and we're going to go through it. You it's know that's a um that a that's a way to to live and work all the time though. Not nece necessarily when times are tough or you think they're going to be tough. Absolutely. You know? But really? but you have to remember to treat yourself too. You're working for a reason. You need to reward yourself every once in a while as well. Well, yeah, you can't. I'm not saying. I mean, I don't like these guys, these financial people. I follow a lot of Dave Ramsey stuff, and I think he's realistic where he gets people motivated to do the right things financially, but reward based. Where, hey, it's okay. You got to have a life. You got to live. You got to have enjoyment. You got to, but you know, it's enjoyment doesn't have to cost much. You know, I always thought because of the way I grew up that my kids wanted stuff, you know, and so I really concentrated on that. And then as an adult, you know, my oldest daughter is very vocal. She doesn't hold things back. Really, all she wanted to do is go camping. She wanted the simple things, you know, and, and from my perspective, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? And so look back at your own lives. I didn't have, I, everything I had was simple. I mean, the most complicated I think, thing I had was, is man, my, that mongoose BMX bike. It's all I wanted, man. And it was expensive. That was, that was a Ferrari for me at the time, you know, to get that bike. And I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked and I got it right. And I was so happy with that. And then doing updates, I didn't need anything else in my life. Occasionally, you know, we got a we got a good comment here from uh, Heavenly Shine. I don't know 
uh, who he, what his name actually is, but uh, he says, God wants us to be good stewards over what we have. Absolutely. You know, I just posted a, uh, on my Instagram story, uh, man, Muhammad Ali, he's really, he's, I don't know, people are posting a lot of this stuff right now. And man, that dude, he, he laid down some wisdom. And he laid something, uh, you know, he's been gone for a long time. But back when he was like probably 30, 35, somebody asked him, you know, if he had bodyguards. And he goes, yeah, I got one. He goes, just one. He goes, well, my main one's, you know, God, Allah. I mean, God takes care of me. And I was like, damn, that's powerful. And I'm, I don't care what faith you are. That's powerful, you know. Um, so stay the course by focusing on things that have gotten you here so far. Okay. And so stay that course, grow your business while growing your cash savings. If you're reactive, meaning that you really, you've been living pretty good or you're just beginning and haven't had time to put away, might be a good time to go ahead and get a little side gig and kind of, it. don't be ashamed of that. Your, your will to survive. Remember, you getting a side gig or even turning your full time, this is down the road. You might be full time right now. Do not give it up. Go get a job and keep this as your side gig. Switch it for a minute. You might have to get a little side gig to support your detailing, or you might have to take detailing and make it support your full-time job. The, the, the thing I'm telling you is survive no matter what. We're going to come out of this, and you're going to be a better person for it. Don't give up. It's study everything. Wants versus needs. And so build your business, your finances. Create even a bigger differential between you and the other people. Most people are not savers. Most people are going to go in this arrogant. Most people are going to, I'll be telling you, in 07, when I felt it, I got rid of a lot of stuff. But here's what I made a mistake on in 08, is I thought I could market my way through it, and I kept I kept the staff on, which is going to, we're going to talk about here in a second, is that staff, I did keep a, a, a primary staff on. What I should have done is I kept too big of a staff on. And what I mean by that is I'm jumping ahead a little bit, is I had people on my team that weren't part of my team. They're part of their team. We had multiple teams. They're there cheerleading. Oh, yeah, let's go. But who they're really after, and now I can spot this from a mile away. What they're really after is themselves. They created havoc in my company, and I still kept them around. I spent $200,000 in 08 keeping those people alive because I thought I could market my way out of it. Now, if I would have just cut all those people, 90% of my staff, I could have brought the same amount of income in and probably put money in savings. Instead, I ate up $200,000 of savings, keeping people on that honestly didn't deserve to keep on. Because once things started getting tough, did they stick around? Nope, they were gone. They were gone. And I can't blame them for that. Who's to blame for that is me, if not being real and saying, look it, I'm going to hunker down. I've never been afraid of work. I'll get in there. And you might have to take on more of a of, of a of a leadership and doing the hands-on work. Don't be afraid to use these, especially this one. You know, just don't be afraid. Just don't be afraid to, to to use your hands and get back in there. There's an old saying that we've always said, you know, work on your business, not in your business. Well, this might be a time where you have to shift a little bit. If you're a small business, you might have to go back to working in your business a little bit. That's okay because if the other guy's egos, if the other person's ego is so big that they can't do that, will they survive? And if they don't, or even if they do, if they start getting stressed out, is I want my I want my competition, my enemy, my the people, and I don't really watch them. 
all I do is that is I can tell if you start getting rumblings in the market that people start getting unsatisfied or you start getting more calls, something's going going on in your market. All I'm going to do is gobble up those best customers and keep them for life. All I'm going to do. My game improves. My experience improves. My customer service improves. Everything gets better during these times. And it might take you being that front person instead of having a front person out there. This might be a time for you to get more engaged with your customers and take and, and, and A, show your staff, hey, I'm in it. I'm going to say something that Diane hates. I'm in it to win it, guys. Follow me. Your staff's going to need to feel secure. Follow me. Here's what I'm willing to do. Follow me. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to lead by example. You know, your best people, not everybody. If you've got a staff of two, small staff, go to your best person and say, listen, I want you to sign this. You know, this, uh, this reminds me of, uh, you know, our, our, our mafia member, Chris Lee, right? He made a, a goal this year to increase his savings, you know, and, and put more money away. And he's used to taking quite a few vacations. That's, that's the lifestyle business he's built is taking regular vacations. So he cut those back so that he could put more money away and at the same time, work more in his business, just like you're saying, than on it. Absolutely. And that's when you work right now is, you know, there's a time to take and work on your business right now. We're going into time. If I was going to take, I'm, I'm even getting more active. Chris has seen it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going live more. I'm putting videos up. I'm putting reels up. Our growth on our social media is, is, is going pretty good right now. Right. Is that I can't take a back seat. We can't, but I would go back to your staff member, your main one and say, listen, this is a, this is called a, a, a non-disclosure agreement is I don't want you talking to anybody, not even our buddy that works with us. And here's, this is why. You're an important person to me. At all costs, I'm gonna keep you employed, but I don't need you talking to anybody else in the company about the things I'm gonna share with you. I, I did that with the main guy, Jorge. And when it came down to it, when 08 hit and 09 hit, and I'd waste all my money, Jorge was still with me. I cut everybody. Jorge was still with me. And I told him, I am committed to keeping you employed. And when I went to him like that, he got a little side hustle so it wouldn't be as painful on us. How cool is that? That's why he means so much to me is and we mean so much to each other. I had his back. He had mine. We knew we were, we were going, we were going to go to the finish line together. There was no way we we're going to abandon each other. And we went through some tough times together, right? But we made it. We came out stronger. Both of us, neither one of us came out punished from that. We came out ahead from that. And so that's how you've got to look at it. So let's talk about five things to prepare for right now. These are things you can do. No fear. It's not time to have emotions. This is no. Now, fear is good. Fear is an amazing, amazing emotion. Fear is, is, is we either fight or flight. You're either you're in it to fight it or you're in to run. Know when to run. There's times to get away from things. And again, I just mentioned it with staff. Stop. It's not it's not a good time to go out and buy a brand new Rolex right now. It's not a good time to go out and buy it. If you if you don't need a vehicle, I think in the next three to six months, we're going to see vehicle sales impacted. You know, it's a good time to sit on your money. It's a good time to put away money. It's a good time to do all those things. But don't use fear appropriately. Keep fear from having you make major mistakes. But don't have fear to where it paralyzes you. You've got to go capture ground. You've got to take, is we've got a saying in mountaineering, in search and rescue, 
is we never give up elevation, meaning that we don't want to go down just to have to come back up. So if I'm looking for something and 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 we've got to drop down two or three thousand feet and possibly have to come up, I'm going to see if there's another team that can search that lower ground and we stay on the high ground because we're going to burn through energy. You know, even even here in a survival situation, this is what I tell people. People think they're the energizer bunny. They've got endless. Listen, even in a search and rescue operation, even in military, you've got a useful impact time. You've got a useful time that you're going to be the most effective, and then you're going to start losing your effectiveness in the field. And as your body wears down, we are not robots. And I've treated myself as a robot a lot of my life, and 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 it's and it's I've paid for it dearly and still do. Is you you can't do that. You cannot give up elevation. You've got to stay high as you can and not give up that ground. So five things: no fear. Make the decision to play offense now during an economic when it's coming down. Don't go on defense. Go on offense. Is I'm going to go in and capture the best the best audience I can. How do you do that with you? You're the person that's got to do that. Is we talked about it. The foundational march. This is hugely important right now. Is to hit all three of those foundational marks. You relationships and marketing. That's what it's all about. Is you think again. You think again about that that triangle. You know, is that that it? It's you. You know, it's you. It's relationships and up to the top marketing. But those foundation pieces, nobody can compete against you. If you hone yourself in, where you're so good and your personality is so good, and you're always offering up smiles. And you're pleasant on the phone. You're pleasant in person. You're clean. You smell right. You follow up with people. You do the right things. When people have mistakes, we just had an email hit it, and this guy had a, a pretty bad uh, experience recently. Not with us, but just somebody. And I really, it's cool because he asked for input on how to handle it. Always with integrity. You know, don't go out there and slam on people. On on when I see people slamming somebody or a product or a brand or a company online. That's just, it's ugly. We've seen them. You've seen legitimate poor reviews where they're classy poor reviews. And then you've seen these people, you know, something's wrong with that person. Don't be that person ever because other people are going to see that in your community and they don't want that. Be a person of integrity. That's a choice. Uh, pack it all in. Don't, don't call it quits. Don't. The opposite is pack it all in and move ahead. Get your freaking pack on your back and go. You got everything you've got that you need. And again, Always ask yourself when you're looking at stuff right now, once versus need. Live at a minimal amount and put money away. Money's going to be, cash is king. Cash is king. It's always, you're always going to be in control of your business if you've got, A, a nice back uh, a backup of cash, and B, if you've got good cash flow, if you know your numbers. So if you want to win during a recession, do things now that will grow your business right now. Start growing your business. Now, look at also things. This is, this is, this is tough for some people. Don't look at just what's selling right now. Look and start kind of doing A-B testing. Start seeing what people could be interested in your marketplace that's a little easier buy-in. Does that make sense? So a lot of people right now, high-end coatings, corrections. That's great, but are those going to stay there? We don't know. I can tell you this in 08. Coatings were pretty new to the <clears> world, <throat> and they slipped. they slipped a lot. Now, we don't know what's going to happen to coatings now. We don't. Nobody can say they're going to keep going. I didn't think that we'd see Ford stock at what it was back in 08. I didn't see that we'd see all the major auto manufacturers 
in America going to Washington, D.C. to beg for a, 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 a bailout. I never thought we'd see that, but we did. So we just don't know where coatings are going to go. If you rely on coatings, I'd be a little spooked. I'd be diversifying right now. I'd be looking around and testing some things. And a lot of people, you're mentioning some people, I love interiors. Not as big a fan. Well, okay. So maybe what you do is you concentrate on what you like. That's reality. But you have an interior specialist. You know, you're, it might even be a two-person shop or a person and a half. You're full-time. you got a part-time person. All that person's doing is your interiors because they dig it. When you dig something, you do it better, you know? And, and you know, I'm, I think a lot of people, if you're forced to do it, as entrepreneurs, we'll do a good job, right? It might not be our favorite thing. That's how to view it. It's short-term, man. Don't think about the next two, three years. Think about the next 30 years. Hey, man, I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to come out of it. We were just talking back at the at the table. We are sitting there getting some coffee and stuff prepping for this. Is that, hey, this is we're waiting. All the big I, – I follow this guy – I can't think of his name right now, but he's a real estate guy, Manny something, and he's a car guy. But, you know, he just said it, man. I, You know what? I, I don't buy at peak times. I sell at peak times. Then I build up my real estate empire when it slows down. And that's how you got to think of things. Raw land, you know, buyer financing. Think out of the box on these things. So if you want to take and know what – if you really want to win during these times – Know what services are making you money and what's not. It's not always the high-end services. Sometimes those things, because the vehicle's got to stay in your shop longer, you're crowded in. Sometimes the things that will turn a little fast are going to be your money makers. Also, start prepping if you own a shop is, is what's going to happen with your shop. You know What's going to go on with the lease? What's going to go on? Maybe if you've got a good lease right now, is try to lock that lease in a little longer. You know, And a lot of people say, oh, man, we just had an illustration of a good friend of mine that kind of had a short-term lease because I'm unsure unsure times. Hey, listen, if you're going into a building, you better be assured that you're going to be there for a while. Go ahead and commit to those five years. If you commit to it, unless you're looking at buying something, but there's the other side of it. There might be a good time to buy some, some commercial real estate when this thing's, uh, when it, when it comes through. So don't look at this as a negative. You see, we're turning it into, okay, hold on. What's going to go on? And then B, how are we going to, how's things going to look when we're, when we come out of this and then C, we're going to be ahead of the game. We're going to capture. We're going to capture around. So make sure you know your numbers. Build up your savings reserves. Set aside money. This is really important. You're still going to need investments in your company. You're going to need new tools. You're going to need supplies. Make sure that you've got a nest egg set aside just for those things. You're going to need your tools repaired. Okay. You're going to need downtime. What are you going to do that you can go escape? And it's a reality. It's not going to cost you a lot of money to rest the soul, to rest the mind, to rest the body. Because you need those times. You can't just go in. There's going to be a time to survive. But if you want to be real creative, you're going to need little escapes, little, you know, camping, whatever it may be, you know, go bowling, whatever it may be, whatever your thing is, you know, is I just watched the thing with Mike Tyson and he was out with his birds. God, you should see, you should see where he houses his pigeons. It, I mean, it's nicer than a lot of people's apartments. And, he's, and he, he says, it. you see him loving on this bird. And he says it. I love these birds. Guess what that is for him? That's an escape. That's a passion. I call it soul-to-soul -soul contact. It's with another soul. And, and it's pretty cool to have that connection. So it doesn't have to be a lot. You'll be watching. you got a fish tank inside. Now he goes, why do you want to get a fish tank? It's crazy because I do so much reading at night is that I'll watch the fish in the background. I just I think it's amazing. It's just it's soothing. And so it can be something as easy as that. Capitalize on opportunities. So look at 
advertising opportunities. Might advertising might come down a little bit. Pinpoint those. Don't spend a lot of money, and don't go outside of your service area. I just I got another ad uh, at five forty-five this morning of some detailer on social media that's in Ohio, and I'm seeing his ad in California. Is that really cost effective? Because I'm not going to use his services in California. Is that a lot of people are just they're 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 they've gone wild and they just don't know any better. Know better. It's your job to know better. And if you don't know, take classes, watch YouTube videos, self educate, go to school, go to a junior college, take a, a social media marketing class. Do all there's all kinds of there's online classes right now for social media. I see them advertised all the time. Is learn social media, learn this, learn how to be a marketer, learn or be doer. Only ninety nine bucks. Well, is it worth it? I don't know. Go take a risk. Go see see if it is worth it. Um. If it's not a write-off, don't buy it. Right now, if it's not a write-off, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Maybe instead of going and buying your $300 jeans, go buy a pair of $60 Levi's. Maybe instead of the $200, you know, Adidas, um, maybe the $59 Big Five Sporting Goods shoes are fine. You know, you got to think practical right now. Even if you're successful, think practical. And so... Um, your staff only keep those again. Are they really part of your team? Keep those that are essential and making you money. If they're not making you money, are they an asset or are they an expense? Got to look at it. And I hate to categorize humans like that, but you've got to because this is about you surviving. And really, you owe it to yourself, your family, and the staff that you're going to keep around. If you're a small one-person shop, is that you've got to hone in. Right now, I'm probably not the time. Hard to find good people. And wages aren't going to go down, I don't think. Because inflation's going up so, so high that I don't I think we're at the lowest we can and allow people to survive. I never wanted to put my staff, hire them at such a low level that they're stressed out. I just didn't. I wanted I I'm I either hired right or I didn't hire. And I had to learn that the hard way. You know, I really did. One of my first um, staff members, a good friend of mine, I'd met him through his brother. He was up hanging out in Idaho with his brother. Him and I got to be friends. And he wanted to come up. He lived in San Diego. He wanted to come up and live in Sun Valley for a summer. And I said, hey, I'll, 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 put, you, I'll put you to work, you know, part-time, you know, under the table. Oh, Jesus. I think he made like four bucks an hour. You know, it was I was brand new. I didn't know how to pay him. I didn't know what to pay. We were brand new. And, you know, he came up with his pay schedule. And, you know, about halfway through the summer, he's like, you know, this isn't really working. You know, and I was like, no, it's not. I felt guilty. But I just didn't know any better. And I made, you know, I made a hiring mistake. I didn't know my numbers and I didn't know what I could afford and I could afford that little bit. But honestly, I just had to hunker down and do it myself. I had to work in my business. I was trying to be something I wasn't ready to be yet. And so that was a real learning lesson. And it was a couple of years before I hired anybody again. I utilized my wife. I utilized my brother. I utilized family to help me when I needed it. And I just kept people away from it because I didn't have the, I didn't want to have, I didn't ha I didn't want to mistreat people and pay. And so that Jeff was a good friend. Uh, uh, we went into it both blindly. We both knew, didn't know what was going to, you know, the outcome of it. He wasn't really there to make money that summer. He just kind of wanted a way to, to pay a habit over the summer to see if he wanted to come and move to an area. And so that's what we got to do. So be ready um, to hire qualified individuals that might be working, looking for work. Here in the next year or two, we might have an opposite. Right now you can't find people. Here in a year or two, it might be the opposite. You might be able to pick up some quality people and keep them around long term. Uh, right seat, wrong butt. 
is maybe you have a good a, per, a, a good position, but the person's not, they don't have the right butt for that seat. You've got a great seat, but you don't have a great butt. It's just not the right person for that, for that job. You've got to be brutally honest with yourself. Because if you keep on having to fight emotions with this person, if you keep that happening correct, if there's, if there's friction, if there's electricity, it's not the right person. Just not. And I've learned that. You correct it once, you correct it twice, just like in the major leagues. Third strike, you're out. You got to be real. You know, got to take the motion out of it. Um, evaluate your operating procedures. Are you running efficient? Are you running at maximum efficiency? Are you, what, what are you wasting time on? What is your staff wasting time on? You know, also I found out through various, you know, every, every back in the past, about every five years, we had a hiccup in the economy. We'd have a minor hiccup and then we'd have a little steeper hiccup. We haven't, it's been a decade, you know, it really has, it's been a decade. But what I used to learn through those was that people's patience changed. People got impatient. Is that I think people are impatient right now, which doesn't leave us a lot of room. But I think people are going to get f even more frustrated now because we have so much going on. Now, not only do we have all the challenges that we've had the last couple of years in the world, now we're going to have a troubled economy and my money's not going as far. You've got to be able to take and be a people person to unravel them, to get a smile out of them. Is not just they're not coming to you for to buy something or a service, believe it or not. Is you want to you want to answer their issues they're having, but you also want to take and almost be an escape for them. You know, I used to go to a gym years ago and up in Idaho, and the owner would come around at the gym every single day for 12 hours a day, four days a week. Come by when he saw somebody come in. He'd go by and say hello and talk to you for just a minute. I mean, I think he had a timer on somehow. And he'd just come in and make contact. You could be having the worst day, and I couldn't wait to get to the gym to have a short conversation with Sky because it would unravel my mind. Is that unreal? A gym owner. And I, I remember this, and he was he was fit. He'd always give you some advice. He'd say, hey, what about this? He'd jump in and show you stuff. And always just remember, you always had to, it always offered you a smile. Even though his, you knew that some of those days, his world was coming undone. He just had a kid go ballistic on him. You know, he had a bill that showed up late. He had a bill that he didn't expect. His heater at home blew up. His water heater at the, at the gym blew up. All these different things. But you never knew it when he was at work. All he had was smile. He was a smile factory, man. You've got to become that for people when they're in stressful times. Um, and then... Cut cancer. A, are you a cancer? I got some things in my in my life, in my career right now that are cancerous. Um, my own. Nothing to do with anybody else. This is my own way of viewing things. It's my own way of handling things. It's my own way of allowing emotions in that I got to cut out. I got to go around those edges, and I'm trying real hard. It will happen, and I've admitted it. I know it's there. That's the first step. Now it's just cutting those things out. Make yourself better. That's a process in life that's never, never going to end. You're going to constantly have those things that you got to cut out. It's like a, it's like a tube. There's always going to be something that it's like a, it's like a boat going through the sea. You know what happens when a boat goes through the sea? Through the sea, goes through the sea, travels, comes over. You, you break an anchor down. You go out, you snorkel, you have fun. You go on the beach and you barbecue, and barnacles start building up. 
on the bottom of it. Pretty sure, pretty soon, that bottom's so clogged up with barnacles that you're not sailing through the water as smooth. You're being weighed down. Your boat's not as efficient. You got to go down there and scrape those barnacles off. You got to do that in your own life every once in a while too. You have to. It's an absolute must. Hmm. Um, take a little more of yourself. Okay. Look at yourself. Look deep at yourself. Ask yourself this: Am I taking the right steps right now? And again, I love what Christian just said. We should be doing this. You know, I have a tendency, just like everybody else does, when fat times arrive, I live a little fat. You know, is when, and then you kind of react. But I've never, I haven't gone off the rails crazy in a couple decades. You know, um, and that's self control. Is that we talked? I grew up with not a lot, and that either that that has hindered me and helped me. But there's times where I do because I never thought like a rich person or a wealthy person is that I've played that role. In. I've played that ego card and it's a card that you don't need to bring out. Hide that son of a bitch. You know, just hide it. It's just it's no good. Get rid of it. You don't want that card. So get busy. Sell and perform as many services as you can. This is going to be tricky. you got to have time down. But you got to put you got business right now. Bring it in. And I'm going to tell you, put as much of it away as you can. As much of that cash as you can. Keep putting it, just keep putting it away. Keep putting it away. Keep putting it away. Go full throttle. I have never, I had somebody ask me last week up at, we were up, we were up at PNS's headquarters. Is so you ever think about retiring? I said, no. No. 55 years old. No. I, I could never imagine, I've never hit the brake in my life. Uh, I've taken my, I've learned to take my foot off the accelerator and coast. That's really difficult. Even coasting, I want to constantly slam my foot, shift down, and go. I just constantly want to. But there are times you have to coast, put in neutral, enjoy the ride a little bit. But I, I, I honestly, I can't think until the day, the time I take my last breath of not moving forward. It's my love. It's my passion. That does not mean I overwork. I have a real hard time with guilt not working. And I'm sure there's other people watching this. I feel if I'm not working, I'm not being productive, something's wrong with me. And you know I've what? got that problem. You do. You got it worse than I do. What are you talking about? <laughs> I take vacations. You don't. <laughs> yeah, we got to fix that. Yeah. But Chris and I are bad. We're good for each other because we work very good together. We really do. We just don't have conflict, you know. And Chris shares it. He'll he'll correct me. He'll share what he thinks is wrong with me, you know. Um, and, and I just, I just, I just go along. I told, I have total trust in Chris. He's always going to make the right decision. And if he doesn't, he's going to make it right. I don't, I mean, you're not saying anything to him. He's, he's, he self-corrects pretty easy. And I don't want that. I don't want that in a ploy. I've had enough of the other one. I want somebody I know is 100% in it. I mean, it's, it's like a marriage. It really is. You know, it's like a marriage. And when you've got this close, I've had, besides Dan, I've had three people at Chris's level, including Chris, like this in my life. And all of them changed my life, in a, and I believe I changed theirs. And so that's the trust you want to have. And, you know, well, you know, Chris and I, you know, we don't have to have that DNA. There's nobody else to talk about. There's a non-disclosure agreement, NDA. There is nobody else. We constantly plan. We're never, we never stop planning, especially on my side. I, I throw, and I, I, I recently got criticized for, you know, going after too many things in life. Oh man, constantly. And a lot of them you just never act on. 
Sorry, that's going to be me. It can't be the person that you want me to be if you want me to stop doing that. Because I had to learn to survive. I had to throw a thousand things out and make money off three of them. I had to. And I'd say it worked out pretty good. And it's going to work out better. I'm getting better at it, believe it or not. I might get five things to stick now out of a thousand. And, and it just takes, it takes a lot of energy. But I like that. That's who I am. Because I constantly want to think out of, the, out, of the, out of the box. Take on a little more yourself. We talked about that. Might be that you have to take on a little more. You got to be really organized. You gotta, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get up early. You're gonna go to bed relatively early. You're gonna cut TV out. You're gonna cut bullshit out. You're gonna cut out bad habits. You're gonna cut out drinking, smoking, all that shit. Uh, excessive eating. You're not gonna go out and eat fast food. You're not gonna. You, you cut out. You wouldn't. You're gonna not go to Starbucks. You're gonna brew your coffee at home. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I got. I've got a Starbucks fan over there. Um, I walked into a Starbucks one day with the, with the mocked up Star Starbucks. It looks like the Starbucks logo, but she's holding two ARs, and they asked me to leave. So years ago, get that shirt out again. So get lean and mean. Um, you know, try to not feel vulnerable. Vulnerability is tough to fight, right? I mean, it really is. But project something to yourself that I've got this. Because you got to remember, what you think is what you do. So if you're going into this with negative thinking, probably going to have some negative results. And again, some of the best people we've got, we've got young people that started out in 08, launched their company in 08, and now they're millionaires. We had people that were started in 2011 that are close to being millionaires and churning out incredible work and incredible profits. Don't look at downturns as a bad thing. Look at it as an opportunity to gain more and more of your market share because you're going to and you can't. So lastly, um, think as a rich person, as you come out of this, is that you go over and watch some of the gurus right now, long-term gurus, is a lot of them are looking at this as an opportunity, but they're warning from what we've gone through as older individuals through past downturns. We're telling you right now what to expect, but we're also telling you the actions to take, and it doesn't have to be bad. I had sucked. I lost a crap load of value. You know, I lost, it hit me, it, it hit me emotionally. It hit me mentally. You know, I had to go through counseling in, 08, in, in 2011 because I had stupid thinking. Is I grew up poor, I related everything to two things, my bank account, moving ahead, and my credit score. And it was the first time in my entire life that all three took a hit, that I just, I had it. Well, boo-hoo me. And so did millions of other people, and they lost a lot more. The thing that I came out on, and this was the reality I had to face, my company came out stronger. My brand came out stronger because I survived it, and I had the will to survive. The mental side of it that damaged me was self-inflicted. 100% holding things on and not talking, and holding things in and not talking it out. As I turned inward, don't turn inward right now. This is a time that focus groups, entrepreneur groups, you're going to need other people to talk through that are at your same stage. Do not damage yourself through these times. It's completely unneeded. But a lot of people are going to hunt down. They're going to feel bad for themselves. They're going to feel bad at what's going on. They're going to tell themselves they're a failure. You're not. 
You're only a failure if you turn inward, don't have somebody to talk to. You always have somebody to talk to. My God, if, if people are stressed, I'll start a Sunday message thing again. You know, where we come in every Sunday morning and we just talk. I don't care. If we get enough of those requests, I'll do it. I don't want people going down the crapper. I want people to stay positive and move forward. But it might take some things you don't want to do. And I did them. You might have to go get a part-time gig. Diane did. You know, an 08 hit, man. She had to go get a, a part-time gig. And she had to. And did she have to? No. We could have been ignorant and lived off that. Why? Why wouldn't we? You know, it was just temporary. This is going to be temporary. And there's a good side to everything. So go out and charge at it. So, Chris, man, dude, yeah. good notes, dude. This is killer. A lot of this, again, I'll give credit to Chris, is that he uh, he came up with a lot of this, the, the base of this. I probably only added in 20%. And so, Chris, well done. Um, and, again, next week, uh, do we have? Do we know who's going to be on? We're going to start. You're going to see a, a, a format change in the podcast. Yeah, let me uh... – we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to our original plans for this podcast. So I've got some good friends of mine that are gonna come on. I've got a good friend of well, mine. That so next next week, depending on what happens with your trip, you're supposed to take. <clears throat> we may not have a podcast um, just because you're supposed to be gone. But uh, the following week is uh, your friend uh, Michael Barnett. So Michael, so note this, that if you're going to watch this, Michael, I went to high school with Michael. His family owns Michael's, and he's made it even more successful, uh, local company here in Southern California. And we've watched them. They were a staple when I was growing up. They're a nutrient co company, you know, Clark's Nutrition. You can look them up online if you guys want to. So Michael and I went to high school together. We skied together. He's a really good skier. And um, I've really watched Michael. We haven't been in a lot of contact in the last 20 years, but we watched each other on social media. And so Michael decided that, you know, he grew his, his one store location to multiple stores, very successful. They went from being upscale to, to really, I mean, you know, all people's all walks of life utilize their, 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 their business. But I want to tell you, it, when I look at it, I look at a premier brand. He took it from a brand to a premier brand and he just came out with a book. So he's going to come on and talk about business and his book and what he's learned the last you know, 30, 35 years of running his family business and growing it, not just taking a business that already existed, but taking a, a business that existed, making it better. So that's pretty cool. Um, so stay tuned for that. We got a lot of cool things. I got a good friend of mine coming in that I, I served with up until recent times. Um, he, he was a firefighter in the Air Force, went into Special Forces, did some some stuff with these special, special Forces teams. Um, He's going to talk about that will to survive. And we're going to talk about different things that he's had to endure that have made him a stronger person. And so we've got some really cool guests coming on. So for those on, yeah, we've also got a, we've got a few industry guests that'll be coming on over the next uh, month or two. And right. uh, heck, I think it's way out in May already right now, but we've got a 14 year old entrepreneur detailer that we met. that's going to be joining us. Yeah. This, I mean, unbelievable. I'm 14 years old. So what can you live from, learn from a 14-year-old? A lot. Kids 14, going after it. I admire that, man. That's the future right there. We always rag on, you know, everybody's quick to rag on this generation. A lot of great ones. A lot of great ones. We're going to have that on. So, hey, everybody, have a great week. We're going to get back to work. We got, uh, we've got a, to, uh, a busy, busy schedule. Today and tomorrow are huge, uh, long days. So thanks for tuning in. 
We'll see you next time. Chris, we'll talk to you here in a bit. Thanks again for all the notes. Take care, guys. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you later.